Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 29th of November 2016. This is The Gap, episode 348. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Guroy is here as well. I am. I'm here. Yep. And we're, we're counting down the uh, the days left on the podcast. Like, by the time everyone hears this, it'll be, it'll be December. Yep. And there will uh, only be a few more left. Only a few more for the year. For the year, yes. We'll be back next year, hopefully. Obviously. Because we'll never fucking stop. No. Ever. Otherwise, how can we have the the crown of longest-running video game podcast in Australia? Like, to su- at some point, right, it's got to get to a point where, like, just nobody could ever fucking possibly touch the record, though. Yeah. Like MASH. Yeah. I don't know how MASH... Why, why I like MASH. Well, what if we get to a point where we've done it for so long that podcasts don't exist anymore? Yeah. And then we're still doing it. <laughs> we're the only assholes doing we're it. We're the only ones doing it still. Yeah. It'd be like if someone only exclusively sent shit by Telegram today. Yeah. Yeah. We'll That's be that, that person. There's a place actually around the corner from me that sends chocograms. What's... All right. Explain. I guess it's like um, like a candy gram in um in Blazing Saddles. You know, candy gram from Mongo. Mm-hmm. Candy gram from Mongo. And then, um, except it's chocolate, I guess. Uh, and yeah, that's that's about it. That's all I've got. I don't know. Telegrams, chocograms. Yeah, right. Fair enough. It's just free associating all over your fucking, all over the place, okay? Just making connections, okay? Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, well, as long as people keep listening, we'll keep podcasting. Right? Well, like or, for the first year and a half- we didn't even need people to be listening, so... Why is that? Know. I don't know. We were just doing it and nobody was listening. <laughs> we got stuck. We were like, fuck, people are listening now. We have to keep going. Yeah, now we have to go. We're trapped. <laughs> yeah, we're strapped here forever. It's our burden. Anyway, um, good some good introspection there to start off the podcast, I thought. Um, let's let's talk about some games, though. Sure. We Dead by that. Daylight. Dead by Daylight, Yes. Or did you want to start with that other thing that we're supposed to talk about? Which, which other thing? The, the giveaways. We got giveaways. Do you want we, to talk about those now? Or why don't later? we do one of them now and then one of them later? All right, which one do you want to do first? Let's go Titanfall. Let's do it. All right, we got some fucking Titanfall two codes to give away. Uh, like, you know, like nine th- nine, 99% sure these are for PC. Uh <laughs> And, um, yeah, we got two, two to give away. Um, I want to, I want to know who your favorite robot is of all time. You have to tell us, tell the GA podcast on Twitter. Uh, and you can only do it in the space of a single tweet. Um, but yeah, just tell that. And, uh, I guess we'll draw that sucker next week. Um, we, we might have to wait. Oh, yeah, because there would only be a weekend. Right, that makes sense. Okay, we'll wait. We'll draw it in two weeks. Yep. Uh, I just don't want there to be like, all of them to have their Titanfall games. Anyway, uh, yeah, we got two. So we got two to give away. We'll pick our favorite one. Um, don't pander directly to me by picking a Metal Gear, because as a Solid Snake fan, obviously I hate Metal Gear. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Um, I guess we could talk about Titanfall 2 really quickly. Uh, there was this. There was a story on uh, Reddit, or I guess it was on Vice, 
technically. Is it is it Vice or Vice Gaming? Yeah, Waypoint or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, well, Waypoint is their podcast, I believe. Oh, is it? I don't know. Well, the, I don't know. It was on Waypoint. Patrick Kleck. Kep- 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 <laughs> uh, I was trying to throw you off there. It kind of worked. It was working, yeah. <laughs> I wrote a story about how, uh, you know, how they actually made a fact and cause, which is basically one of the most fascinating uh game moments that i i've seen in, in in a game in a long time and people like basically what they did was they had to they created identical levels and laid them over the top of one another and then they teleported you up or down depending on when you press the button oh. and that would take you into the different uh realms of time which is fascinating but like to get the proper effect of the concepts you actually have to play it and so yeah i don't know it's i, I it's cool that we're getting to give away a couple of copies mm-hmm. um don't expect to play them multiplayer because as far as i'm aware there is literally nobody playing it on pc mm. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah single player fucking go for it um so, so did they actually interview someone about that yeah they talked to the okay. actual the, the the guy who designed it yeah, because right. that was something, remember, I was asking. Like, I was really interested how they did that design-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, they found out. But one of, the, like, one of the things they didn't talk about at all and something that I, still sticks in my craw is uh, how could they make this? So, the guy who made it was senior, senior designer uh, Jake Keating. And uh, I remain, to this day, gutted I still think that entire level is wasted on a game like Titanfall 2. I think it should have been the entire f- fucking thing, like an entire game with that, where the puzzle, they use it to build puzzles and stuff like that. I understand, like, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, but it was really complex to make. But bear in mind, like, they specifically, Respawn told me specifically, Jake worked on it alone for an entire fucking year. Like... Of course, it was difficult. He was working solo. He was riding solo. If they had the fucking Call of Duty team working on it, I don't think it would have taken uh, quite as long or, well, like, been quite as difficult, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. I, I don't know. I think I still I still think it was wasted on Titanfall 2, and that's not an indictment of Titanfall 2. It is just a fucking... It's a testament to how spectacular I think they... Uh, executed the idea and yeah every time they say oh we didn't want it to get boring we didn't want people to get bored by it i think it's an absolute fucking cop out it's horseshit um but anyway so uh yes yep one tweet your favorite robots and why tweeted at the ga podcast and yeah we'll pick the winners in two weeks yeah and we will pray that these fucking codes work. <laughs> Otherwise, we will uh, be very angry at EA and we'll, we'll try and we'll get you on. Yeah. Chase it down, yeah, obviously. Uh, anyway, cool. Let's Deb- talk about video games. Deb- 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 yeah. Um, new yeah, patch so came in. New patch. This is the well, a big one where they like did a rehaul of uh, the progression system, making yep. it quicker for you to progress. Yes. How did you go with that uh, using your your blood points 
I had 485,000 blood points, 15K off the cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured if I did another run as a killer, I'd definitely be wasting some points. So I decided to hold off there. Um, like I decided to start spending from there. Uh, and yeah, spent them all on Michael Myers. Got him up to level 29 from level four-ish. Uh... Yeah, I don't think I like this new system. I mean, so in, on one hand, right? Well, first of all, I had to use... I used the entirety of fucking... Of the cap. Of, like, the cap points. Half a million fucking points. And I still didn't even make level 30. But uh, second of all... Uh, I got some really good perks. I got, like, a lot of perks that you would want on, like, anyone. I got... Level three, no ED, or no one escapes death. That's pretty um, good. It's spectacular. If you it's, want to make people hate you, but <laughs> it's a mad cock move on Michael Myers. Yep. Uh, because so people who still haven't played Dead by Daylight <laughs> that we keep yapping on about, even though we keep talking about it. Uh, no ED is this uh, skill that as soon as their exit gates are powered, uh, you've got 120 seconds where you can instantly put someone into a downed state. So they're instantly down on the ground, and then you can pick them up and chuck them on a hook. Too easy. The uh, the trick with Michael Myers is when he's in level three of his power-up move, uh, he can also instantly put someone in a down state. He can do that anytime throughout the game. If you're a survivor playing against a Michael Myers, you keep track of what state, what level he's at by listening for the, they use a sting from the movie uh, to indicate when he's risen or gone down a level. And so if you've heard that he's just gone down from level three and the exit gates are powered, then you're just going to like a couple of times people have just sort of like tried to body block when I was like chasing, hunting someone down on the gate, they've like run through the block and I just stab them and they yeah. go straight down. And then I continue. I don't even fucking stop. I like, <laughs> I stop a second cause I'm, I'm slow because you have to wipe off your knife or whatever, but I just keep going and I'll stab the next one and I'll carry them the fuck away from the gate. I'll just drop them on the ground and then I'll go back to stabbing. And afterwards the fucking comments are spect. They're so delicious. It's magical. People are so mad. I'm like, it's a mixture. When that doesn't happen, when like they just get away with shit, um, it's mostly just, why have you got no ED on Michael Myers? That's so dumb. And when this happens to them, it is just rage, like pure fucking, like, why the fuck have you got no ED? What? That's fucking bullshit. I can't believe that's so fucking broken, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I got an item as well for Michael Myers where, um, a considerable amount of uh, it's, it takes him a considerable amount longer to reach level three, but when he reaches it, he never leaves it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That What's one. that called? Uh, I can't remember. It was it, it was a rare, um, but I got like two of them. Oh yeah, I got one the other day. It was like a tombstone or something. This one's like a feather or some shit. But uh, cool. I then I put that on put like I've only used it once I put it on and then I put on another fucking item that considerably increases the rate at which you gain evil within 
And so it was basically negated. Like the increase was basically negated to the point where I was at level three before they'd had, they had one fucking generator done and it was like, it just never ended. And they lost their fucking shit at me again. Like, so raging so raging it was delicious yeah um i found i found uh what the other one is so you're talking about the fragrant uh, of hair yeah so unlimited duration for evil within three um so this other one that i've talked about is judas tombstone that's also an ultra rare um so it's the same tier there's only, only two of them and it unlocks the ability to kill healthy or injured survivors with evil within three what (laughs) <laughs> so you can kill them like flat out kill them what like memento mori them yeah fucking jesus <laughs> and that is rough it moderately decreases his movement speed okay. um but that that's like the bargain i guess between the two uh, yeah yeah so that that's interesting i haven't I haven't used it yet but i thought that was uh should be fun <laughs> he's yeah. got some really fucking awesome stuff he does have some super inventive shit um but I was going to say, so the reason I'm not a fan of the new progression system, of the new progression system. Uh, okay. I, know, I think I know your, what, what you're going to say. I am. What, I, what I'm going to say is that they should just do the blood thing, the yeah. blood festival or whatever, blood harvest. It should be just double points all the time and go back to the original because I am not getting as many items as I used to. Yeah. Uh, like the reduced blood web, like... On my, because uh, I still have, what's her face? The chick I always use? Meg? Meg. I still have Meg as level 29, and she needs to unlock, I think, like 40 things on her blood web mm-hmm. before she can go to level 30 and enter the new progression system. Yep. Um, I need to, <laughs> like, but, like, out of that, I'm going to get all of this stuff that I'm able to use. Meanwhile, on on michael myers at level 29 i've got about like 10 stuff 10 things mm-hmm. that i could buy on my blood web yeah like it's significantly reduced and it means that i don't have any like i actually have to i sh- probably shouldn't have used that hair thing that i used because yeah. i might not get it again there's a strong chance that i'm not going to see this shit anymore yeah so and the, that sucks. Well, they ruin their own internal economy. But if you look at it in terms of, it's just allowing you to level up quicker and unlock more perks, um, right? Which is, I think, was the biggest complaint. What people were saying was taking too long to go from level to level. So you can, you're still getting items. It just means that you're, um, you're getting uh, the opportunity to, to choose from more more perks every time you level up. But you're not getting anywhere near it. Like that's that's the thing, though. If you're going from having like, it's just it's it's you've got thirty items to buy, or you've got ten items to buy. Yes, you get to the next level a lot quicker, mm-hmm. but you miss out on like it's like the entity automatically ate twenty items every single time. Yeah, but what what will happen now is uh, every time you prestige, you get better items. So right. the, the chance of you getting items are always going to be better. So you get to you get to prestige, and then that gives you more incentive to do that. And hopefully, you're not getting trash like browns or um, you know very early on. You can start getting really good items. So you're always running to that stuff. That's I think that's where they're trying to go towards more. Okay, but like then they haven't fixed their economy at all. Like yeah, and, and I, I still have to. Yeah, I still think that like the 
the items cost too much as yeah. well. So that's, that's why I think they should have kept it how it was and just left it doubled. Like, left the gains doubled. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily doubled, because I think I was earning too Stupid much. Stupid amounts. <laughs> goofy amounts. But, like, 150% of its normal gains. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine. Like, you'd still earn at a rate that was reasonable. You'd have access to all of those items, and you wouldn't feel like... If the only way I'm going to get decent items is by prestiging, then, like, fuck that. I've never... I don't think I've ever fucking prestiged in a game. Ever. I play New Game Plus in games, because I keep all my fucking progress, okay? But I'm not, like, earning all this shit and then pressing reset. That's horse shit. I ain't about that. No fucking way. So, yeah. It just means that, yeah, to some extent... People who have played longer are much, much more like rewarded significantly more, and that's just that's some it's bullshit game design, especially for a multiplayer only game. Anyway, yeah, um, but yeah, I agree. I, I think what they'll probably do is see how this change goes for them, yeah, uh, and, and then maybe look at that and hopefully start uh, working on the point system and changing how much things cost um or maybe they'll just go in and tweak it again i'm not sure yeah i guess we'll see but uh yeah i think it's still a good step forward because it now allows you to progress quicker and get more um more perks quicker um so yeah that should be should be a lot of fun but i haven't played too much of it i I pretty much just spent all my points and um played a bit of wraith that was a lot of fun to play as so yeah but i think people are probably sick of us talking (laughs) about this maybe i was just gonna say one more thing uh i understand why people rage when i'm a dickhole killer yeah um yeah because people like i've been playing a survivor a little all my dailies were survivor shit and you just you have the experience for survivors in that game is so fucking shit like i've had to start noting terrible killers so that i can know not like to just leave a lobby when i face them the next time like that's bullshit like you shouldn't have to do that that's fucking ridiculous i shouldn't have to wait until i'm in a game and waiting to fucking die to find out if I'm going to get fucked uh, by some lag switching or region swapping motherfucker, you know? Yeah. Shit. And I think that's something they said that they're not going to do, like implement um, like a ping system or anything like that. They'd rather work on matchmaking, yeah. uh, which I don't agree with at all. It's It's garbage. Yeah. It's bullshit. And then that needs to be fixed for, like more than anything else, in my opinion, because it's it's going to kill the game. Like I don't want to play Survivor, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm like that's I spent majority of my time playing that game as a killer. Yeah, because I'm not relying on anybody else; it's just me. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other big updates I've got working uh, yeah. in the works. So, but they just haven't implemented that stuff yet. It's still it's still in the test, the test build. Um, but yeah, looking forward to some of that stuff to see how it changes the mechanics. I think the, the last thing I talked about was like, they're going to implement the, the new hooking system where the first time you're hooked, it's an infinite, like you're always on there. They've decided not to go with that. Um, 
and they're looking at something else at the moment. So curious to see what that is. And there's also uh, there was a new a leak on uh, another uh, killer. Um, the rumor is it's called the Hag. And the Hag, I saw that. Yeah, it's uh, got something to do with teleporting. So I think there was like a rumor going around a while back of having um, having like the what are they called? Closets uh, be more relevant. So maybe the hag will use something to do with the closets. That could be interesting. Mm, okay. Hmm. Cool. So anyway, uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll keep talking about that in the next couple yep. of weeks. But yeah, uh, it's on sale at the moment. I don't know if people will, uh, if it'll still be on sale by the time people hear this, but it's 30% off. So it's like 15 bucks to buy. I uh, definitely recommend it. If you want to play something over the Christmas break, so nice yeah what else we got uh you went, out, you went out on the weekend saw some video games i watched some video games yeah um so this weekend was the uh the smite and the paladins oceanic championships so uh i went out to go check it out i'm i've uh got a decent relationship with most of the smite players and um i've met all the paladins players now um but yeah just basically want to see how they went uh i there's no i don't know i know which teams i want to win and it's like this isn't an indictment of the other teams um necessarily it's more that uh i know which stories are easier to tell um and yeah one of them's pretty easy to tell uh for smite pandemonium uh is captained by one of the players who went to the smite world championships last year uh the coach is the captain from the team that went last year they've got a cheetah uh he went last year and um did you say a cheetah oh cheetah yeah oh cheetah yeah um, i thought you meant like he's a cheetah and no. now he plays games no, um, his name is Jesse. Uh, and then there's two guys, uh, these two brothers, Nick and Alex Gallagher. Um, they were on. They were like they were the captain, and I think maybe main support of uh, the Direwolves, who Panda beat at last year's uh, qualifiers for the smite world championship so they basically made a super team and they were facing off against avant-garde which is the banner that this team panda used to represent themselves so they went over to smite world championships as avant-garde and abandoned or left the team um to make their own thing panda and yeah they've basically formed a super team and so there's like there's a there's a good storyline there already um if I'm like, so I wanted Avance to win or I wanted Panda to win because either I, you know, the story is Panda is Australia's best chance for the, the world championships ever. And Avance story is redemptive, uh, redemptive. So, you know, they've come back and they've avenged, uh, I guess, the loss of their own team. And Avance is going for a second time in a row, but it's a. It's a completely different team and they had to beat the old team to get there and stuff like that. So there there are definitely storylines there and I know that I want those 
you know, I would prefer it if I could tell those very easy storylines. Otherwise, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the other options are just underdogs stories uh, with legacy esports or Alpha Sydney. Mm-hmm. Just pure, like pure underdog stuff, because the, there's a there's a gulf of uh, not quality, just uh, competitive ability between uh, Panda and Avance and Alpha and Legacy. So, like the you know, it would be quite the underdog story, but that would be the entire story. Uh, Anyway, so I knew, like, personally, I wanted uh, Ro's team to win because Ro is always happy to talk to me. And so, you know, it just makes my job a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, I would have liked to see Avant get up. And, yeah, you know, I would have liked to see any of the teams get up. I just wanted someone to win. But those are the two that I wanted to win for the sake of making my job easier uh and like i think high res ha- i sort of feel the same way um so they had high res uh reps out and you get the feeling that they prefer it uh if certain teams win but they'll never like obviously do anything to impact those results right um that would be nuts so yeah, they just got teams that they'd like to see win, but that's about it. Anyway, so we went out all the way out to the ESL studios in uh, Auburn or wherever the fuck it is. Uh, it's your favorite place, isn't it? Ah, oh, I love it. You should just it's, move out there and you wouldn't oh, have to try. That's the dream. Before. Yeah, perfect. Um, and yeah, they, they were getting prepared. Got to talk to them all uh, while they were getting prepared. They put on like a... They put on a bit of a scene for Smite uh, and Paladins in Australia. So they were selling tickets and people were enthusiastic about it and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, then they played their games. Uh, Avant beat Alpha Sydney. Um, Panda beat Legacy. And so Panda and Avant were up against one another in the finals, which is basically what everyone expected. And... Uh, Panda won, uh, and they won convincingly. And yeah, as like they won the way you might expect a super team to win. Um, so now they've got now they're going to make their way over to Atlanta. They want to go early, but they have to find some way to pay for you know staying there for as long as they want to stay there for and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's just an interesting bit of challenge there um the games are pretty good they were entertaining to watch um avant managed to take a game off like avant actually like if if there's anything to take away from the games it's that um panda panda's early game is just shocking it's like terrible uh and they are comeback kings because they were like yeah, they were losing at the start of every single fucking one of their games against Avant, I believe. Uh, and then they just they managed to come back um, just through discipline, I think. Like, there are a couple of moments where Avant were in a position identical to what they had put Panda in. Um, and they managed, and it, like, Panda managed to stay disciplined and they didn't 
give anything away and Avant, on the other hand, gave gave up kills and gave up the game as a result. I, I think that's like that was basically it at the end of the day is that Panda punished every single mistake Avant Guard made so much more than uh, Avant punished Panda. Like there was just, it was just ruthless mm-hmm. the way that they like destroyed them whenever they fucked up. And so the one game where Avant played perfectly, they, uh, they won. Mm-hmm. That was it, you know? And, um, like that, that's, that's the contrast I think is that to some, like to some extent, I don't, I don't think there's this, uh, you know, they talk about tilt a lot in commentating at esports. I'm not a fan of talking about it as much as they do, but, uh, I do think that there is a degree of momentum that can swing one way or the other. And it seems to me like Panda is almost ready to, uh, lose momentum but stay disciplined while Avant were unable to regain momentum after they lost it, especially if they had it in the first place. And that's, I think that's the difference between the two teams ultimately. But uh, and yeah, and that and the, the punishing way that Panda go after mistakes. But yeah, anyway, at the end of the day, I think it was 3-1, um, but I don't have my notes. It's pretty good though. Um, I like watching Smite. I, I like watching Smite. I like watching Dota. Like I, I prefer to watch Dota every single day, um, but I think Smite is probably my favorite, second favorite uh, spectator sport. Mm. Like, what's interesting about Smite is that the way you spectate that game and the way you play it is completely different. Yeah. So, well, sorry. In, in terms of the perspective that you watch it in. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really fascinating. Because you play Smite behind, like, sort of a, like a third-person shooter type thing. Yeah. And, but you spectate it like you would any other mobile, which is the top-down camera. Um, they do – they'll jump into, like, the camera of a player every now and then. And uh, that's always – it's always good to remind viewers of what they're seeing. I, I feel like they don't do it nearly as much as they should. Mm-hmm. They should spend a lot more time – from the perspective of the player, they should turn off like, like when uh, in Dota they like show you just what the other team can see. Like they turn off the fog. Exactly. Yeah. Because um, I don't think they, I don't think they did that once. And so when you're when you're watching uh, through the eyes of a player, mm. and you've got the outline of the other players, like of every other player, like you can sort of, you sort of think. Oh yeah, they should do this. They should do this, and then, uh, yeah, maybe they don't do it. And you, I don't know. You don't know if, why. If like- you couldn't see it, yeah. <laughs> if you could see exactly what they saw, yeah. then you'd have, a, I think, a better picture of what what is going on in like their minds, and then then show what they can see. And maybe like maybe then you're able to actually appreciate the lengths and the capacity for these guys. Uh, and this like level of play, they are like some of them are really fucking good. Like they just pull shit out. I think it was um, Maxon, uh, who's a like new player. I think he was like their sub 
He was Panda's sub. This dude was pulling off some fucking hectic snipes from across the fucking map. Like, wasn't even a part of a team fight, and he got the killing blow, like, three or four times to completely swing a fucking... Like, he'd just be split-pushing, and then he'd put out a, a cherry-pick snipe and just fucking off he goes. Like, gets the kill. Panda's suddenly well in control of the battle, and he's still pushing. And, yeah, like, you never, like, you just see, you just see someone die. They never, like, showed you from Maxon's perspective what the fuck he had to pull out to do that and stuff, which is disappointing. I'd love to see it a bit more. The other game they were playing was uh, Paladins, 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 I don't know. Uh, Paladins. What else? Paladins. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there were only two teams made it. Uh, Avant Guard again and um, Abyss Esports. And uh, I interviewed both of them. I interviewed both teams. Uh, the captain of Abyss, Hades, who is actually a pretty popular Minecraft YouTuber, um, which I thought was pretty weird. Uh, I didn't find it out until much later. But uh, uh, yeah, he. I asked him how he thought he was going to do, and he told me uh, he was pretty sure. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. So how do you think you're going to go with this competition? He's like, yeah, um, I think Europe will give us some problems, but I'm pretty sure we can beat the US. We've already beaten China. Uh, in in some scrims, and I don't really see Latin America or Brazil uh, giving us any problems. His his answer to how do you think you're going to go was <laughs> not what you expected. Was we've pretty much already won this thing today. This is how we're going to go when we're at the World Championships, which was frankly a pretty baller move. Um, then. I asked the, the captain of Avant Guard, whose name is... Whose name is... I'm clicking on the wrong thing. What? I can't find his fucking name. Um, I, I asked the captain of Avant Guard, and uh, he said, Oh, yeah, I, th- I think... You know, I think we could we could win. We could pull off the upset. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. You've, you've so already lost. <laughs> You can't go into fucking finals thinking you're going for an upset, man. Come on. Mm. You're not going for the upset here. You're like at least going for the... Yeah, we can win. Not an upset. Not an upset. Just believe. Back yourself. But uh, no, he was he was pretty upfront. Uh, he was saying that, you know, um, they, they put a team together because, you know, uh, they've been playing... Paladins pretty casually, they enjoy it. So, you know, they'd see the decided to see how they go, but they know that Abyss has been playing like scrimming against international teams, really going after it as a pro type thing for a lot longer than they have, and yeah, they maybe didn't have as much of a chance as they'd hope. Uh and results, uh Abyss Esports won three nothing like it was yeah like it was a walk in the park um yeah no real surprises there uh the real surprise though is that uh abyss esports plays uh overwatch as aftermind Mm -hmm. and uh most recently they came second in cyber gamers ladder so they're um 
they're also a very good Overwatch team. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, according to Hades, um, Paladins is much more complex to, to play. Um, but yeah, he'll continue to play Overwatch. So there you go. Right. Cool. Um, yep. All right. So a lot of people turn up to that or? Uh, a lot of people turned up, like a lot of fans turned up, not yeah. much media turned up. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was busy that, that weekend. So many slackers. Um, but yeah, a lot of fans turned up. So that was cool. Uh, it's it's like super weird that um, I just don't think that the, the media that we know and we hang out with they just don't understand how big esports is uh and, yeah. and they're just so bar for like they they just they don't play those games yeah. so they don't understand and know how like important some of this stuff is uh yeah and it just blows my mind <laughs> like i don't get it yeah yeah it's, it's strange. I, I get messages addressing me as esports boy now yeah which I find depressing. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's, yeah. it's like when, uh, when Dota was first released yeah. and I got emailed within like minutes being like, Hey, can you review this for us? Yeah. Uh, but then going from that to like other stuff, like, Oh, you're the esports guy, like doing reviews for other sites and different games. Sorry, not esports, but you're the MOBA guy. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, I, that I shouldn't be the MOBA guy because it's such it's such a big genre that people should be playing it. Uh, they should understand how these games work, so uh, so that you're not left behind because it's super important because you know it's a huge genre. It's so, they're some of the biggest games right now, and they're not just uh, a genre on their own. They're leaking into other games. You see them being implemented a lot of their features and mechanics into elsewhere, into shooters, into RPGs. Like, um, I think it's just wrong way to think about it. It's, it's, it's the same. It's like saying, well, I don't review, uh, action adventure games because I'm not going to learn how to play them. On the, on the flip side, I like, I agree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. But just to play devil's advocate, yeah. Uh, what do you know about mobile games, Luke? Mobile, yeah. Well, a genre or <laughs> mobile that's, games? Well, that's not a genre. That's a platform. Um, but you don't like you don't play on them at all, though, right? Like, well, I do. You don't play on them to the extent that you feel comfortable writing about them do you i would um depending what type of the game they are i might like if it was a a match three game i feel pretty fucking comfortable like doing one of those or like a tower defense game or yeah but if you gave me kim kardashian's latest game and sort of told me to review that i'd probably say it's a piece of shit yeah uh because it's got a bunch of i don't know in-app purchases in there and all this other rubbish um yeah i feel like i can review mobile games easy fuck you (laughs) (laughs) but but what i'm saying is like you don't know what you're saying you don't need to play 400 hours of 
every single MOBA to review it. You just need to know the fundamentals of how MOBAs work and you can pretty much get the grasp of it uh, if a review comes around at a certain time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like, that nobody touched that in Australia. There was pretty much nobody at that time doing MOBAs. It was maybe, like, two people. Uh, you know, yeah. and I, I feel like you're at the point where you could definitely, if someone came to you and said, hey, review this MOBA, there's a new, new fucking MOBA coming out. Uh, you need to play it for 20 hours and tell us what you think. I, I think you'd be pretty comfortable in reviewing something like that, right? Yeah, but, like, the reason I got there is because of what you were saying, because it was obvious, obvious the way shit was going. Like, mm. how the fuck am I going to... How the fuck am I going to call myself the best games critic in the world if <laughs> I can't, like... Can't play everything every, Yeah, if every single fucking game is having MOBA shit bleed into it and I can't get MOBAs, then... How the fuck am I going to, like, understand these things properly? That's basically it, man. Like, yeah, no, I like I said, I 100% agree with you. I just, you know, I think everyone has blind spots, like JRPGs and me. Yeah. Because they can all get fucked. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Battlefield. Battlefield. Uh, we've been playing more Battlefield, I guess. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I played some last night. We had a crew of about seven of us, I think. Nice. Seven or eight people playing. Cool. Um, were you dominating? Yeah, we were. Uh, three games straight. Uh, Nathan was a bit salty because he was the other team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was telling me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. Some good matches in there. Uh, I'm really, yeah, really liking that game a lot. I think it's, it's very good. Uh, I... I I still have grabs with the... Um, I don't think the tick rate is high enough. I think they need... It needs to be higher. Uh, I, there's just too many instances where I'm like, I feel like I've hit somebody uh, really close and it's not registering. Um, yeah. And I think a higher tick rate would be a lot better. I think it's set to 60 on most of the servers. It is which 60, is, yeah. Which is all right. But I'm pretty sure Battlefield 4 you had like 120 servers. Did it? Did it? Am I talking out of my ass? <laughs> it, I don't remember. I thought it had like 120 servers. Hmm. Uh, I don't recall any 120 servers. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Whatever. I, I just feel like I sometimes I, I'm hitting people and it seems like I've hit them, but it just doesn't register on the screen. Uh, maybe this is a weird netcode problem. But the other thing I'm really not liking is the fucking headshots. I, I think there needs to be more damage on headshots. Uh, yeah. I, 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 like, there was a match last night where I distinctly shot someone in the head at least two or three times and they were still alive. Because um, we've gone in and made a, a lot of changes to our, our HUDs now. We've obviously all got bigger maps on there. Uh, we've changed the color of the headshot indicator. Technically, it's n- normally white. Yeah. Uh, I've now changed mine to purple or really bright shade of purple. Yep. pinkish maybe um, so when I get a headshot I can fucking see that I've hit them in the head and when you see that I, I feel like that is so infuriating now because uh, I know when I'm hitting someone in the head and yeah. the fact that when that happens and they're still alive s- annoys the shit out of me I-, I feel like I should change it back so I'm not as angry because <laughs> uh, yeah that game last night I definitely saw that thing come up three times on one person and they were still fucking running around. I'm like, no, what? Like, 
that doesn't make any fucking sense um yeah anyway it seemed, seemed to be consensus in the room the chat room when we were playing that that is something that happens quite often like some people will just survive two two headshots easily and yeah. I, I don't agree with that at all I think fucking maybe one if you're lucky two no way yeah um yeah no I agree it's, man it's like, not yeah I, I I don't think I've I don't know I don't think I've noticed anyone surviving two but I spend so much like I usually have I'm not aiming for the head okay I, I don't aim for the head first I aim for the chest and drag up like recall compensate my way into the head um so uh but there are still occasions where i'll like empty i'll put two bullets into them mm-hmm. and then the third will be a fucking headshot and then i'll still have to shoot them again <laughs> yeah and you, that doesn't that's, make that's pretty nuts yeah it's so annoying and then that just makes me think well i'm gonna go fucking play on hardcore but that doesn't make any difference does it no. i don't think All they right. upped the damage on hardcore uh yes they definitely have. They did. Okay. But nobody's playing it, so... That's... Yes. What does it matter? Um, so, yeah, the, I think the... If they can fix the damage on that stuff, I'd be a lot happier. Yeah. I, I would be not only... Like, we're not having problems winning yeah. games. I'm pretty sure our win rate is in the 70s, maybe. Maybe high 70s. I think it tells you somewhere. Because uh, when we're in a squad, we don't lose much. No. At all. Um, Definitely. So I'm not complaining about it's not winning. It's, it's the fact that, like, I'm seeing these indicators on the screen now. Yeah. And it's just infuriating when I'm hitting people in certain places and they're not... I'm not getting credited for kills because they're still running around. I'm like, oh, man. It's, it's yeah, just uh, frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's... it's Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I agree, man. Like... It's one of those things where I have I have little rage spats sometimes where I'll just be like, you know what? If I get a bullshit death one more time, I'm fucking done with this game for tonight and I'll just roll out. And I think like it's just one of those those things like where you've gotta you gotta be ready to fucking call it sometimes on the game. But it like that happens I don't know, that sort of happens in a lot of games, right? Like it's not like we didn't have Issues with uh, Sage Rainbow, or, yeah, ever or anything like that, right? Like sometimes they just fucking do you your head in. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm, I'm not saying I'm not discounting. Yeah, uh, but, this but, specific problem. Like uh, at least with Rainbow, should do fucking damage as much damage as possible. Yeah, but like at least with Rainbow, you're that that is pretty consistent in terms of where you're hitting them on the body like you don't have to hit them in the head no no i'm talking about remember remember way back at the start when they didn't have uh fucking 60 tick servers yeah they were like 30 or something were they yeah they were 30 tick servers and you would die when you'd already strafe behind a fucking wall or something that's what i'm talking about man like that shit where you're like you know what? If this happens again, I am yeah. fucking done. Like that, I, I see that as well. Still on on uh, not rainbow on battlefield. Like I'll be behind behind a fucking rock and I'll run. Sorry, I'll run two behind a rock and I'll get killed. And it'll show me like where this person is and they're sniping yeah. up on a fucking hill. And I don't understand how they've got any line on me. 
like from where I'd died maybe before they did but not where I'd fucking died they definitely didn't like, I'm clearly behind a rock in this kill this kill count so uh, yeah I just there's something not right there yeah uh, maybe it's because my fucking ping is too low and theirs is too high maybe it's uh, you know on their side it's saying they've hit me but I think it should be on the server server end that it should be making these decisions be, you know if I'm if I have the low ping and, and my client is saying that, no, he's not hit, he's safe, um, then that's, yeah. I no, that's, fucking- but that's not how they operate. Like, no games operate with low ping advantage. advantage. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, right? Is that because he's got the high ping, he's saying, yes, he hit, it tells him, it tells the server that, and so I die. Yeah. Even though I'm behind a fucking rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I see that a lot, but. Uh, like these are my only gripes with the game at the moment I still freaking enjoy the shit out of it yeah yeah no that's based like I don't know I just I just keep seeing like shit that I've seen before in Rainbow like I just remember having all of these fucking complaints in in Rainbow before you know and they just they're back again uh this lag compensation bullshit and stuff like that I, I just feel like we're in a phase of video game uh, design where they're just going to keep doing this shit. I don't think the next Rainbow will make this mistake, but I bet you fucking dollars, cash dollars, for the next Battlefield will. Because the thing is, right, like the next, like Rainbow seems agile in its, uh, not development necessarily, but just in its ability to adjust the battlefield there's nothing there's nothing agile about the battlefield fucking development maybe two or three from now we'll have seen them swing away from high ping bullshit fucking compensation but yeah not for a while i think the only way i think that happens in siege is if they got that team uh and a new team comes along to work yeah then you're back at square one yeah yeah totally Hmm. anyway good talk Battlefield. Battlefield. Still loving it. Yep. It's very good. Mostly. Mostly. What's up next? Hitman. Uh, Hitman. Yeah, this is the uh, this episode Hitman. The episode, episode Hitman. Episodic Hitman. Yeah. Fuck, I love this game. Uh, did you get it? Uh, yeah, remember last week I bought it. Oh, yeah, he show. bought it on, on the show. But I, like, <laughs> literally... No, because I, uh, I was very busy over the weekend, but... Uh, uh, Every time I go to fucking play a video game, all I get is, hey, come play Battlefield. <laughs> or come play, uh, yeah, Battlefield. It's, it's mainly Battlefield. Um, it's Battlefield. And, yeah. like, I played a couple of, you know, a couple of hours of Dead by Daylight, but like, I didn't even go back to Dishonored or nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Um, it's, I, I, I don't know. I love it. I, I It's so fucking just i don't know there's just a perverse fucking thrill about this game they fucking nailed what i've always loved about hitman which is that that feeling of walking out and like knowing you're getting away with it mm-hmm. like doing and like doing or doing some dumb shit and knowing you're gonna get away with it like just scrambling to make stupid shit happen stupid shit work like i keep going back to the paris mission 
which is set in a sort of palace, but while a fashion show is occurring. And I keep experimenting with new ways to fucking murder people. And I'm, like, trying to make the... Like, it's it's just that, you know, it's that thing I talk about all the time, the ever-cascading set of priorities. Mm-hmm. And in this, it's it's very contained, but hilarious. And so if your priority, if your number one driving priority is to kill your targets in some entertaining way, then and then all your other priorities cascade off of that, it just, it turns into this spectacular fucking, like, shit fest where I'm collapsing a fucking, the lighting for the runway onto the guy or, and like trying to get back onto safety before it takes me down with it. Uh, or I'm straight up just shooting him in the brain while he's like walking down some steps and then cackling while he tumbles all the way down the steps but also sort of running away as fast as I can. Like, stupid shit like that, and, like, like poisoning this chick's fucking glass with the poison she just gave me, and then making a toast uh, to to the our new business venture and shit like that, dressing up like Derek Zoolander to have a meeting with someone, and, yeah, walking the runway, shooting someone while on the runway. Stupid shit. It's fucking amazing. I love it. I love it to pieces. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. I, uh, my favorite moments most recently, I went back to Sapienza, the Italian or Mediterranean one. Uh, and, um, I knocked a dude out. There's three parts to the Sapienza mission. Um, so I, you've got to kill these two people and you've got to destroy this virus. And I'm in the, the, I don't know biological containment room where the virus is and I've taken out one of the guys and I pick him up and I put him into a a what, what looks like a storage crate so I can hide his body so they won't find the body and then search for me uh, but it turns out it's a vat full of acid mm-hmm. I'm like ah oh, fuck so I had to reload because I, I actually wasn't trying to kill some dude who was just there doing his job making a virus um but yeah it was pretty fucking hilarious when he yeah when like just that moment when i realized it was a big vat of fucking acid it was funny anyway i love it i love it to pieces it's too good there was a fucking deal i don't know if you saw there was a deal you could buy it on fucking gamestop 15 bucks yeah oh man i was so mad i'm like fuck how many hours have I played on Steam already? Six and a half. Fuck. <laughs> I can't refund it then. Mm. Well, shit. Looks like I'll just have to deal with having paid 30 bucks for it. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Still oh. worth it. Totally worth 30 bucks. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Cool. Um, the Division? <clears throat> Yeah, the division, the new update drops, um, survival, and uh, I did all the prerequisite missions to get to the point where I'm actually allowed to play the new content. Yep, uh, that's annoying. Balls. What, what were they? More of the same. Okay. You know, walk here, shoot a dude way too much, while crouched behind cover. 
yep. deploy some fucking ability so that you can survive some hits, shoot a couple more dudes, kite people a little bit because if you're playing that game solo and everyone's the same level as you, as soon as elites turn up, uh, you get fucked. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. Like, the story, I don't know. It's it's still a gorgeous game, but it's not a per- terribly interesting game. <sighs> Fuck, it made me yawn just talking about it. Um, anyway, playing survival. Uh, survival is basically one of these uh, King of the Hill Battle Royale types, type missions where you've got to do a thing. Uh, like 30 people get dumped in this area and you're all trying to solve or accomplish this one task. And it's sort of like a race Mm -hmm. to see who can do it the fastest. And you are rewarded based on your, like how many people are left by the time it's finished pretty much. And uh, yeah, I queued for 25 minutes to get into a game of this and I can get into a single one. Uh, so that one's pretty much over and done with. But while I was queuing, after minute five of this queue, yep. uh, I then started reading online about, you know, the best ways to go about survival and shit like that. And um, turns out uh, that the items in the survival mode are in fixed spawn locations. And so people who have memorized those spawn locations mm-hmm. are able to get all the best shit immediately and then finish the mode inside of 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when I read that, I'm like, I've been queuing for longer than that would take. So I'm going to bail. Fuck it. And that's all I got. So they've made a multiplayer mode for a game no one's playing? Numbers are way up. Steam Charts numbers are fucking well up. Especially over, like, most recent shit. Like, most recent numbers for The Division, anyway. Um, not up for, you know, most games. Actually, it's number 14. It's up to 14 on Steam. Yeah, um, but that update only just come out late. How many is that? Hey? How many people are playing, though? 11,800. Yeah, that's not still a lot. <laughs> it's not stacks, but... Um, it's not doing too poorly. It's it's up a lot compared to the two thousand it had on in September. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I guess not many of them are in Australia or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got. Nice. I'd like to. I'd like. I really like to play this new mode, but if it's all in fixed locations, it seems a little fucking pointless and. Yeah, no. That's all I got. Okay. Um, you have been in the world of VR. I have been. I forgot about this. Hmm. I don't know how. Um, Sony sent me a PlayStation VR, uh, which is very nice of them. And uh, so I've been playing VR stuff. I got my wife to play some. Uh, um, pretty fucking hilarious. So I got her to play the. The shark, yep, demo, and uh, she couldn't finish it. She was too freaked out. Um, so that was pretty fucking funny. That was it was adorable watching her freak the fuck out. Um, and yeah, 
basically played that played like just demos and stuff i, I don't know I, i've got a bunch of games but i'm not super keen to play any of them in particular i guess mm-hmm. like nothing's really fucking getting my shit going but i did get batman vr and uh, I, I loaded it up to check it out and i thought oh, uh whatever because i didn't really like what i played in the demo if you recall um but it's pretty good like it's you know it's it's pretty simplistic yeah. uh, but you are the batman you're the batman and they tell a fucking awesome story um like more of the same awesome storytelling that they've done a really good job of most of the time and uh yeah it's cool um like if you've got VR, I recommend it. I wouldn't recommend getting VR for it, but it's <laughs> yeah, about it. It's pretty cool. Um, what else have I played? I played um, the the heist. Yep. Um, and like you, so you can see what's going on on the television while you uh, while someone else plays. Okay. And so I was sitting there just goofing around. Because uh, in the in the London heist, there's quite a bit of storytelling where you're just sort of sitting there while someone talks at you, and so during that time, I was just like trying to light the dude's tie on fire or throwing stuff away from the table and goofing off and stuff like that. It's pretty pretty amusing, but uh, otherwise not terribly engaging. Uh, I do like the shooting mechanics. I would love. I really want to play a game where you drive and shoot at the same time and I feel like VR would be the perfect avenue for such a thing yeah like just driving with one hand on the wheel and shooting with the other and doing your best to stay alive and stuff like that that'd be fucking cool uh, but yeah otherwise that's about it um is there anything else shark mission nah that's it I want a horror game I'd love to trick my wife into playing a horror game yeah, okay. Um, It'd be fucking hilarious. Is the Until Dawn game not out? Uh, yeah, but she's she worked that one out pretty quick. Ah, okay. She worked out that it was a horror game too quickly for the so trick. I guess Resident Evil's not going to work? Uh, no, I guess not. Not unless I get her to close her eyes or whatever. Um, but yeah. Has anybody hacked it yet so it can work on PC? Have you looked at this? Um, they have, no, not really, sort of a little bit, but not really mm. need something, but not really. Yeah. So no, I guess, uh, if any listeners have heard of a hack, please tell me because that'd be fucking awesome. They, that'd be one way to fucking amp things up, but yeah, otherwise no, nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we've got this week <laughs> fucking really okay. yeah alright you don't what did you play I didn't I told you I didn't play anything you didn't play anything at all Battlefield <laughs> Battlefield fuck. Dead by Daylight fuck a duck that's yeah. crazy I um yeah I've been I've been waiting for Watch Dogs to release on PC yep uh, I think I'm gonna give that a miss for the moment yeah um, cause I've got a review coming in hopefully soon that I need to work on Oh. Um, 
and then yeah final fantasy as well and i've got like hitman to play i also got dishonored to finish so sure yeah my uh my twin brother i got my my brother a uh, a bag okay for his birthday and uh being very low effort that he is he repaid the uh the favor by buying me tyranny uh which is a new it was a kickstarted rpg so i'm gonna play that hopefully it's good he reckons it's amazing but so it's a western rpg one of those pillars of eternity type games okay Uh, if if it's more wasteland 2 than pillars of eternity i'll be happy i think but we'll have to wait and see i guess i'm excited to play it though i just i finished installing it today but i didn't get to play it so i was too busy working so yeah um what are you reviewing um can you not tell us no i just don't remember um well prepared the zombie game what's the zombie game called zombie U. zombie U. yes uh <laughs> killing floor two no uh the, the dead rising 4. that one dead rising four on your what playstation uh hopefully pc yeah xbox one slash pc yes good one uh, yes th- i think that's out next week maybe maybe oh. i don't know i'm expecting code soon um so yeah well, maybe it's out tomorrow. Fuck, I don't know. What's the game called? Dead Rising, Rising 4. 4. Yeah. December 6th. So, yeah, next week. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'll be reviewing that at some stage. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. let's do some news. And yeah, then we'll let's... go play some Battlefield. <sighs> about my Final Fantasy? Uh, we have three hours left on the Final Fantasy update. Ah, perfect. It's well, done four gigabytes. Nearly ready to go then. Yeah. Um, one day I'm going to interview fucking Michael. What's his name? Michael Ephraim. Yep. From PlayStation, and just be like, dude, that'll just be my one question. Like, what the yep. fuck what's is wrong with PSN? Could you maybe yeah. instead of instead of hosting it on your HTPC in your own living room, hosting all of Australia's Sony bandwidth on your own fucking home internet connection maybe you could just spring for a fucking cloud flare just anything anything at all it's like what's the deal just let me talk to you on your engineers I'll fix this fucking problem what was that web hosting site from way back in the day GeoCities Uh, maybe you could spring for a GeoCities GeoCities I think they're they're still hosted on GeoCities that's the problem (laughs) yeah uh, all right, so news. We've got uh, after 100 days of silence, Hello Games has released an update Ooh. for No Man's Sky. They're calling it the Foundation Update. Um, yep. Yeah, so this is like a... Um, I don't know, it's a weird fucking update. I've not played it, but I've read what's in it, and I just don't get it. Right. Uh, it, there's nothing in there that really... I'm like, ah... Oh, Thank God that's in there. Yeah. Um, which is really strange. So let's go through what, what's in there, Job, and you tell me what tickets you'll fancy. Go. We've got new game modes. Three new game modes. One's called Normal Mode, which is No Man's Sky Vanilla. Yep. One is called Creative Mode, 
which allows players to explore the universe without limits and build a huge base. Sure. Do you want a huge base? No. Neither do I. Uh, mm. It's supposed to be a game about exploration, or you can just build a huge base. What that huge yeah. base does, we'll come back to that mo- in a moment. Um, Will we, though? No, Go on. probably not. Third mode is survival mode. Really changes the game, creating a much more challenging endurance experience. Does, doesn't tell me any information, but sure. Uh, sure. So, it, there's base building in the game now. Yep. Allows you to construct a, an outpost. Uh, you can recruit different aliens to do things in there, research, engineer... Uh, weapons and do science shit um, don't know why you would want to do this but it's in there Yep. Uh, they added a bunch of new I guess uh, crafting materials sure Okay. Uh, there's now f- farming so this is something that will be in your base I guess it allows you to grow plants and you won't have to go out and mine stuff anymore you just find it in your your base alright fair enough Sure. Uh, you can make a camp. I didn't read this part. What? Okay, so um, make like a mining camp. So you can stick things onto uh, mining vi- veins and it'll mine it for you. So rather than just standing there and shooting at it, it'll do it for you. What? It'll just extract the goods for you. Okay. Yeah. Fair and uh, they've got freighters in the game now. You can buy them and customize them. It allows you to trans- transport more cargo. Uh, you can re- recruit uh, engineers and farmers and Can you fly it? Um, can you fly it? I don't think you can fly it. What the fuck is the point then? I feel like it's like another base, but it's in the sky. Oh, my dear God. That's what I think it is. Uh, new resources and technology. Uh, they've updated the user interface and also played with the anti-aliasing played with the anti-aliasing okay. yeah that's they put some new AA in there and motion blur sure gotta love that motion blur uh, yeah nothing in this update makes me want to go back uh, yeah no me neither um, I don't even know where my copy is I um, I think it's a good start but yeah like I the, the game was supposed to be about exploration and going out and, and finding things to do. Yeah. Having me sit on a planet and build a base is not something I want to do. Uh, that's not ex- exploring. That's now you've turned into Minecraft. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just... I'm like... I think having... A base is a good thing because it gives you somewhere to return to. Hmm. It gives you like a sense of home. And I think exploration can be enriched, enriched rather, enriched, enriched, like provided you have somewhere to call home. Yeah. So to some extent, I understand the appeal of base building. Like in Subnautica, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't consider the main appeal of the game to be base building, but I do think it is a critical element of the game. I think you need to be able to build a base because I think it adds to the exploration that much more. I think that's... So, to me... So, to you, 
mm-hmm. it might be completely different. But to some, definitely, I think base building is required. Yeah, but I, I don't like th- this base building stuff. It's not part of the like. It's a completely different mode. It's not even part of the original game. So you have to opt into this new mode to be able to play this stuff. So they're not adding anything to the original game. They're adding wait, a new mode. Wait, can you only build bases in one fucking mode? Yeah, it's a, it's a new mode. As far as so, I can tell, normal mode is the original chilled exploration experience. That's what it says. Creative what about mode, in survival mode? Can you build a base there? I don't know. It it doesn't explain it. Just as creative mode allows you to to explore the universe without limits and build a huge base. That's the one where it talks about base building. It doesn't say it in survival mode. It says survival mode just uh, really changes the game, uh, creating a much more challenging endurance experience. So I think the stuff they've added in there is just a separate entity to what they've the original game was. Okay, well that's yeah, that's stupid. Fuck that. I, I might be wrong. Like I've not played it, but from what I'm reading, like that does not excite me at all. Um, no. I, like I wanted more added to that core experience of the game. Yeah, being out there and um, you know making some of this stuff that you're doing meaningful. Uh, and if if you can't do a lot of this stuff anyway in the main game, then I don't see what the point is. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, if, you know, I, I guess at least it's something. They're doing something and they're trying to make this game better. But in the state it's in at the moment, I, it still doesn't... Uh, it's still not enough there for me to go back and play it. Yeah, totally. Anyway, maybe if anyone's played it, email us or jump in Discord. Let us know... Um, if you like it, what's different about it that you like? If you don't like it, why don't you like it? Because I certainly am not going to have the time to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, next. Next up is uh, Forza Horizon 3 has a new expansion coming out. It's called Blizzard. Yeah. Um, this is some shit. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's a snowy mountain mm-hmm. update. Uh, just in time for one of Australia's hottest summers of all time. Um, bear in mind that Forza Horizon 3 is based in Australia. Yeah. But, hey, it's winter in America, so fuck it. Um, and you compete to become, to earn the title of King of the Mountain. Except, like, bear in mind, remember... Uh, that's actually a title in Australia for, like, the person who wins at Mount Panorama. Um, so, yeah. All right. I just think it's bullshit. Okay. You know? Like, yeah, they can't just... You can't just take that over, you motherfuckers. You don't get, just get to call someone something the king of the mountain. Especially... And you can't make a fucking winter thing in a place with no snow. And it gets better. It gets better... Because you don't get this if you bought the $140 Ultimate Edition of Forza Horizon 3, you do not get this expansion pass. Are you sure? Uh, expansion pack. I am 100% sure. Because Ultimate Edition owners receive a $10 discount. Oh, that's fucked. <laughs> to get access to Blizzard Mountain, you need to pay $35, which will give you discounted access 
to two expansions, another one as yet unnamed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's annoying. It's garbage is what it is. I think he meant to say it. it's bullshit. Um, yeah, because that's just shit-tastic. Uh, Did you play it at all? Forza Horizon? No, I didn't. Oh, it, it looks good. I'd love to play it, but I'm not paying money for it, so fuck it. <laughs> Fair enough. Why don't you ask us Xbox? I already know their answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be, uh, how dare you say nasty things about Halo? We're disgusted. No. We don't have any codes for you. Actually, I did ask for codes. <laughs> What'd they say? Uh, that. <laughs> quote. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said, uh, if you've got somewhere to review it for, and I said, I do have somewhere to review it for, please send me a code. And they said, uh, we don't have any available right now, which is code for fuck off and never ask again. New phone, who this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your old boy, Jobo. It's your old boy Jobo. <laughs> uh, oh shit! What up? Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fuck that. Uh. What's next? Uh. Next up is is scraping the news. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> waiting for that to happen. Um. Yep. Marvel vs. Capcom Four is rumored yes. to be announced this week at the uh, Game Awards. So yeah. I guess um, another fighting game. Uh, that seems to have been all but confirmed now with Polygon. Was it today? Yeah. Today or yesterday saying that they've ha- had some sources confirm this as well. Um, they've gone into a bit more detail saying that the the lineup of characters will actually not range from uh, the X-Men uh, lineage like the last couple of games. So it sounds like they're going to go the same r- route as... Uh, they're like what they're doing with their films and, and comic books by just kind of doing everything around that centralizing it all so it's it might be uh, attached to a lot of the movie stuff the cinematic universe yeah because hmm. like with the comics they basically killed off like fantastic four they stopped doing that stuff and trying to like basically drown <laughs> uh drown that series so that they could get the the film rights back yeah, um, yeah. So it sounds like they're just going to do something similar with this game. Just have them all be uh, from the cinematic universe. Um, I don't know if a lot of people will like that, especially the I, hardcore community. I think the X Men characters are pretty popular. And yeah. yeah, I think it'll be disappointing to not have access to. Yeah, characters that a lot of people like fucking I loved I loved Dark Phoenix shit in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 it was my favorite thing like I love transformations in fighting games because it feels like I'm actually accomplishing something when I'm getting the shit kicked out of me um yeah so that's gonna be disappointing I don't know what, what are you gonna do like transform as Groot into a twig or something that's just if I play as Groot that's just basically what's gonna happen to me anyway yeah hmm yeah, I don't know. I'll reserve judgment. I really enjoyed the last game, uh, even though I wasn't very good at it. Because um, this is a while ago. We, we we went through a phase where we were playing it quite a bit, and uh, when shit explodes in the, that screen, it, it it like it lights up, and it looks awesome. Like you may not be doing anything that's cool, but yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, true. And then just trying to like learn the complexity of juggling people and uh, swapping in and out of you know mid juggle. 
that stuff yeah. is really satisfying and it's it's fun to watch on a spectator level as well mm-hmm. not as much when i guess you know like well when the commentators know that all right this person's fucked they're gonna get juggled for the next 30 seconds true like, that shit is not very cool hopefully they do something with that yeah um, although i think a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom players like love that shit, right? Yeah, but it's not fun, right? It's not. It's not good to watch. No. Yeah. When opinion. when you're relying on the other person to fuck up a combo, um, you know, maybe there should be a way to break out of it. And more like Mortal Kombat tried to do something like that with the wager system. Was it Mortal Kombat or DC? Uh, Mortal Kombat, I think. I think. No, no, I think the wa- it was- wasn't the wager system the, the DC game? What? Invincible, unkillable, whatever the fuck it's called. Wow. No, it wasn't called un- unkillable. Uh, insaneable. Inception. In- irredeemable. Injustice. Injustice. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't that have the wager system? Did it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it did. It was definitely one of them. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so that tried to kind of tinker with that mechanic. Anyway, we'll, uh, I guess we'll know more about that on uh, end of this week. When this is out, you'll know more than us. True. Yeah. Hmm. Solid. That's why you go to the news on the gap. <laughs> that is why you get the news. Uh, that's it. The news is done. News is done. No more news. It's the end of the year. Everybody's keeping tight-lipped until this Game Awards thing is over. Yeah. No one's telling us anything. No. Uh, but next week, we'll have some hot scoops for you. So many scoops. Yeah. So many scoops. So many uh, things to discuss. So many news things to talk about. Are you going to watch it? The, the awards, Joe? Be excited? No. They're best, a fucking travesty. I think I've been game. over this. Haven't I told you this? The best inside, uh, I don't want to fucking know about it again. I have no, no interest. I'm done with them. Me and, me and them, we're fucking done professionally. Done professionally. Yeah. Well, we should wrap things up there. No, we've got a fucking question from Discord, motherfucker. Don't fucking chill your fucking farm, okay? Right. I will chill um, my farm. Koshi writes in, why is Joby so bad at games? Koshi... This is a good start. Koshi, you beat me once in Battlefield 1, and we were on the same team, so really... You didn't beat me then, and furthermore, I was your squad leader, so you wouldn't have even gotten half those points if I wasn't pointing for yeah for like locations for you to go to. So, like, really, and you're a medic; you were just medic whoring. So, yeah, look, I don't want to get into this with you, but I'm actually the best at video games. Uh, next up, Miracle. Right? Was that the question? That was his question. That was one question. <laughs> okay. There's a second. There's a second question. Okay, there's a follow. Miracle writes. This one's a fucking... This is... It's a counter rant, I think, because uh, it's 40 pages long. Um, all right. Strap in. Strap in. Let's go. We might get, we might get to two hours on this podcast yet, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon rant, Job. Uh, isn't that just like every Pokemon since X slash Y? Unskippable tutorial, tackle fest for the first quarter of the game. The cutscene shit is new and it feels like a newer team worked on this Pokemon. I think the thing that makes it worse is similar to what made Super Meat Boy great, even if pe- people died a bunch. 
When you die in Meat Bass and you instantly restart. In Pokemon, someone gives you an item, they have to give it to you. You have to reach out and receive it, and then put it away, and then have two text box show up. The best part in this game is that they don't know how to count to two, because if you need to receive more than one item, the above repeats. There's a post-game fight that gives you six nuggets. It actually does repeat it actually repeats the process six damn times is this a, like are you on board with this game <laughs> i don't like whose side are you on here i'm not sure because all of this sounds terrible to me so far anyway uh he continues the game is the same but with extra time consuming fluff on top of what uh of the original time consuming fluff what made the pr- previous pokemon game so different for you also this game is more difficult compared to the previous games, but I feel like part of it is a little bit cheaty. One of the things is that the, uh, the starter Pokemon are slower than usual, so you're more likely to get hit once before smashing your opponent. This is the hardest Elite Four and Champion, I believe, because the Champion actually has a strategy and balanced team. The game gets harder later on, but I can only think of three actual tough fights, which is three more than the previous games. All in all... I like the game for many of the quality of life changes that are pulled down by some really poor choices they made. Not sure where I put it in my ranking of Pokemon games, because there are things I really like, like having some difficult battles for once, but it's all covered up by awful decisions that they went with. I apologize for the length. It's usually what keeps me from emailing a lot. Trying to cut down on my words is difficult. There's just too much detail I want to point out all the time. I can dig that as a person who is the proud owner of the longest review in IGN history. Uh, Yeah, don't stress too many words, Miracle. Let's see if I can decipher what your question is, though, because that's what you need to do. You need to wrap up your question, uh, your your insane rambling with the actual question at the end. But I think I found, I think I saw it. What made the previous Pokemon games so different for you? Um, You say it yourself, though. The game is the same, but with extra time-consuming fluff on top of the original time-consuming fluff. I I think more and more I'm unable to handle a game just blatantly wasting my time. I can't deal with it anymore. Like, I just... It's not like I value my own time. It's more that I just get grumpy with myself for being a part of the time wasting for being complicit to the time wasting. And so I've always been sort of okay with the base level of Pokemon time wasting. And even in the custom games, like, uh, is it uranium or plutonium or like those, those fan made games, which follow a lot of the very hardcore Pokemon tropes, uh, the time wasting style tropes. I, I even enjoy those because they're still, they are mostly the same level of time wasting. But this new Pokemon, it wastes, like, just wasted so much of my fucking time. And I think there is also uh, an element of, like, glass shattering for me as well. Once once the glass is shattered, it's done. It's every time I see it, it's just, a. Uh, it's like uh, the people upstairs who live upstairs from me, uh, I think they have rehearsals for a Australian version of the musical Stomp, and they exclusively rehearse just for you <laughs> uh, at eleven fifteen 
every fucking night just as I'm a try- trying to go to sleep. And once I hear one footstep, I can't help but hear all of the footsteps. And I just, like, lie there getting angrier and angrier and angrier uh, to the point where, like, I've genuinely contemplated climbing up their balcony and yelling at them. I've, con- I've like, I've stood up out of my bed with that in mind and then, like, just swerved and gone to the bathroom instead so my wife wouldn't think I was an insane person. Um, yeah. Like... Once the glass is shattered, it's done for me. Like I can't, I can't fucking stop seeing this shit. And lots, lots of games do like little things that annoy the piss out of me. And I think Pokemon has always done a lot of little things that annoy the piss out of me that I've sort of just dealt with. But uh, the fucking the items thing, it's just it's a bridge too far for me, eh? Like the yeah, as as again as you said, uh, it the game doesn't know how to count. So if it needs to give you multiple of the same fucking item, it has to give you them one at a time. You just have to sit there fucking clicking through shit over and over and over again. And it's just such pointless horseshit. Um, And the last thing I need from a video game is to contemplate whether or not I'm wasting my fucking life. Because, like, I can already get that enough from my grandma. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you for the email, Miracle. Uh, the question, rather, on Discord. You can join our Discord on... How do you do it, Luke? Uh, you can go to thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Or you can go to thegapodcast.com and we have a link on the page. You can just click the button. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and you can ask ask a, ask a question in our text channel, Questions. Uh, it's a good place to ask questions because we can see them there. Um jump in the lobby to chat i think at the moment we're chatting about hitman which is cool um but yeah you can also find us to play games because uh, you can see on the side whether or not we're playing a game at that moment if you don't have us on whatever game device we're playing on steam, steam or origin or origin or you play player whatever fuck uh just ping us in the lobby chat and we'll yeah We'll give you our, out. our um, ID thing. We play it again. So that's cool. And that's about it. Hey, have you watched have you watched Arrival, Luke? Is this a trick question? No. Yes. Uh, oh. Remember I told you to go fucking see it? I think I told you to go see it, actually. Play the tape. <laughs> uh, I went and saw Allied. Okay, week. yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan? Not a fan. Brad's okay. Does not do it for you anymore? Ah, like that dude. He's good looking. No (laughs) question. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just wasn't, you know, wasn't blown away by it, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. We bought Star Wars tickets. We bought Star Wars tickets, which we didn't turn into a podcast this year. Because it was actually very dull. It was like... Oh, we could buy them for anywhere. Uh, well, that's it. Done. Which brings me to my next point. Go. <laughs> Fuck event cinemas. I know. And their bullshit, like, h- holding tickets back uh, and forcing people to buy 3D sessions. They do it all the fucking time, and it drives me bonkers. Um, I don't like going to 3D movies. 
I they fucking they're, they're, they're crap like I don't like watching them yeah they're, they're dying like just give it up they're, like they're not in TVs anymore you can't get them in TVs if they if they are in TVs they're super hard to get uh, the cinema is the only place that's doing them anymore just yep. just give it up let it Stop, go let yeah. it go like the song uh, let it go yeah so we we bought Star Wars tickets on um, when they came out on the day we were on, on at uh, 8 a.m when they dropped. Yep. And the only tickets available on event were 3D sessions. Mm-hmm. So we decided to check elsewhere. We went to the Hoyt's website. They had normal sessions up, like non... They had a 3D session, but they also had just a normal 2D session. Um, so we went to that instead. So they basically, they lost our business by yep. being shit. Uh, and this exact same thing happened last year when they released the uh, the other Star Wars tickets. Obviously, yeah. a bit more of a shit fight, but they exclusively released just the 3D tickets. And then once all of those cinemas were full, then they released the 2D ones. Uh, and we ended up doing the same thing. We, we didn't go to the midnight session. We ended up looking uh, at IMAX instead. Yeah. Um, and then going for like a 12 p.m. session, I think, on 2D. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, just don't, like, don't do that. Stop it. I just- like you know, down in Melbourne, they get decent fucking times to go see shit and stuff. You know, like they like they can go to a two D session at midnight and stuff, but just not up in Sydney, not at George Street at the fucking. It's converted three D as well. It drives me bananas. It's not real three D. It's not like it was shot in three D. So yeah, f- nobody does off. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, fuck off with it. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I, I raised it on uh, on Twitter. You did. Um, but I'm sure they won't learn. Uh, they, they definitely won't learn. No. Fucking oh, makes me so angry. Yeah. Anyway, we got Star Wars tickets. We did. Which is good. Very I hope the movie I'm is fun. good. Um, me too. Otherwise, we're going twice again. I know. <laughs> what if it's bad? What, what if it's if bad, Job? I know. We had this dilemma last time. We did. Do we just don't go? <laughs> I think so. We just get drunk and then... Do a review. Like last time. Yeah. Oh. Except we went and we got drunk. It was are good. We, are we going to do that this year? Another yeah, review? fuck yeah. All right. Well, wow. Bonus episode. Bonus app. All right. Cool. Uh, I think that's it for this week. That's it. Yes. Except Fallen. we have one more thing. Oh, my God. Um, we're doing not one giveaway, but two giveaways this week. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was one of those air horns. Never do that again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This one's pretty exciting, though. Something a bit different. Um, This one's pretty... The other one's exciting. What the fuck are you talking about? They're both exciting. Yeah. Both both exciting. Uh, Yeah, so next year, there's going to be a concert happening in Australia uh, called A New World intimate music from final fantasy and this is basically uh they get a bunch of people together like an orchestra and they play live music from the final fantasy games um i don't know if you've been to one of these before job i think you have i have yes yeah i I, i've been to one not final fantasy related but i've been to uh i think we both went to one a couple years back where they played video game music yep so very similar concept but this one is all final fantasy related these guys like to uh uh, all around the world and, and play music for everyone. Everyone digs it. 
So that's pretty cool. Uh, and they're coming back to Australia next year, around March and April in 2017 to Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane. But we have a double pass to give away for some lucky person in Brisbane that can go along and see this. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty rad. Um, yeah. So what are we doing? What's the what, what, what's the question again? I forget. <laughs> you forget. So we're going to do- We wrote a, it down. We're genius. We did write it down. We're going to do a, a question uh, giveaway for this one because it has to be a game of skill. You got to yep. be good at this to win the giveaway. Yep. We can't just give stuff away no. for fun. That just doesn't work. Exactly. We, we, and we'll get in trouble. Yes. That's illegal. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so, Job came up with a question earlier where people have to jump into our social media on Twitter, yep. which is at the GA podcast on Twitter. I feel good at this. Yeah. And write us a message. And you have to tell us the answer to the question, which is... What is your favorite Final Fantasy moment from the series? Uh, and uh, just bear in mind your, uh, your judging audience. So don't go, you know, too loony with something fucking Kingdom Hearts related or something because we're not going to have any fucking idea what you're talking about. Uh, and it'll just be lost on us. And, like, it'll, it'll probably feel dope. Like, yes, nailed it. That is my favorite Final Fantasy moment. But... We'll have to call uh, Jay to, like, translate it for yeah, us. Yeah, we'll have to be like, uh... Which one's a good... Which, yeah, what the fuck is a Keyblade? And, uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, I know a little little about Kingdom Hearts, but I'm not I'm not proud to admit it. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, keep, keep in mind your audience, because we got fucking nothing. Uh, maybe keep it within the realm of, like, seven onwards, and don't mention anything from that travesty that is 13. Mm-hmm. Maybe skip number eight. Uh, I don't remember anything from nine either. So uh, if it's like seven, um, <laughs> nothing from ten two either. Um, yeah, no fourteen stuff. Obviously, we're not playing fifteen, so don't don't try that. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's about it. Oh no, twelve. Did I say twelve? Nothing. I think you 12. did. I think you did. Don't mention. It's your 12. favorite. Twelve is your favorite. Perfect. So yeah. Uh, something from probably safest to go for something from number seven. You're such a like, <laughs> like seven. All right, fair enough. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, Luke's a huge fan. He bought, he actually bought Final Fantasy 15, if you can believe such a thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This update he'll, is he'll back to like, four go hours. For any of, go for any, like, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Luke will be all over it. You fucking know. I think uh, I've Final got that Fantasy, Um Kingdom Hearts Ultra Mega Zodecahedron Penultimate. You are These milking this, aren't you? No, that one's, that one's real, actually. Okay. Um, but yeah. Nice. So yeah, let us know uh, your favorite moment from the series. And yep. uh, send that to us on Twitter. You get a double pass to the Brisbane show. Um, otherwise, you, you can go check out the website, which is FF for like Final Fantasy. So FFNewWorld.com slash concert slash Brisbane. If you want to go check out some uh, tickets to Brisbane show um, or just go to the website. Uh, you can also find tickets for Melbourne and Sydney on there as well. Um, that stuff does sell out. So if that sounds like something that's interesting for you, maybe go check that out. Could be a good like Christmas gift for someone, right? Hmm. Yeah. Could be. I think tickets range from about 40, 40 bucks on ones, depending on like what type of seating you want. Um, 
yeah, if you're a crazy Final Fantasy person wants to go check that sort of stuff out, really cool. We, uh, as I said, we've been to something very similar to this a couple of years back. Like, yeah, wow, like seven years ago. I think we've talked about it on here. Yeah, um, and they played a bunch of music from a variety of different games. Um, I remember they did like Command and Conquer. Yeah. Um, uh, the march. It is actually what like one of those like spectacular, fascinating, and like lifting moments for a video game fan to like experience someone playing that music that you've always associated with a game in like and I don't know I you know I haven't heard these guys specifically but uh, yeah they put in a lot of effort and yeah it's usually fucking awesome so yeah yeah i don't know i think that out yeah sounds like a lot of fun so again that's ffnewworld.com which is a new world intimate music from final fantasy and that's our plug so we're running this from uh till the end of uh the year we're gonna run this competition this giveaway sure um we'll draw it on our last show so you've got a couple weeks to get your entries into and we will choose the best one so get them in and we'll keep reminding you every week until we get a lot of them. Until we get shitloads. Yeah, we want a lot. So we can be like, look at this. This is awesome. Because we know there's a lot of people out there listen. Totally. Uh, we just don't know how many Brisbane people there are. That's very true. So this will give us a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so do that. Um, and that's good. And hopefully we can do more things like this. Like two giveaways in one one show. That's crazy. It's pretty good. It's crazy. We'll keep doing that. Yep. Uh, that's fun. We like giving stuff away. Yeah. Don't like, don't fucking, don't talk stuff too much there. Luke. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Maybe one day, like a car, <laughs> video game car. Oh, Jesus. What have I done? <laughs> You've remember, gone that, remember that car they gave away uh, like a couple years back? It was for a really bad game as well. No. Um, hmm. Can't remember what car it was. Sorry, what game it was. It was a really bad game. Oh. Anyway, that's the show. You can, uh, <laughs> you can find us on a, high. on a high. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the Gap, the Jam Podcast. You can search for us and uh, find us on there if you're listening through our website or, I don't know, maybe you're in a friend's car and they're listening to it and you're like, shit, this is awesome. How do Are I find this? Are you stuck this? on the word car? Is that what it is? Have you like <laughs> hit some sort of fucking Westworld loop? And you maybe you're in your friend's car. video game car <laughs> with your four bros and you're pushing uh-huh. it down a desert. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. One, one of you is the cook. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then a, a chugger bow runs past you. Yeah. Uh, catch the chicken. Hey, hot tip. I've, I've read... That uh, driving around in the car is the slowest way to get around, and you're better off just taking a chocobo everywhere. Okay, sure. It's, cool it's tip. Tip. You can email us other hot tips at the GA podcast at gmail.com. Um, Joe loves hot tips. And Love. also, you can find us on facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, which is where you're going to email, sorry, send us all our, our answers for these awesome giveaways. Uh, twitter.com slash GA podcast and our website is the GA podcast.com where you can find all the past episodes on there you can find our discord link on the uh, the sites and a bunch of other things on there that's not really that exciting but you should go there because it's a good site I hear it's a great site it is a great site and yeah. um, that's it right I think that's, that's it. it I spilled everything 
That's all I need yep. to do. You've, you've spilled it all. I've spilled it all. Um, next week, obviously, we'll talk about uh, Final Fantasy. Um, what else? Video Game Awards, I think, will be a big thing. Yep. Um, what else happening, Job? Tyranny. Tyranny. Boston Majors. Boston we'll, Majors are on this weekend. Some we'll, Dota. Well, sorry, they start. The yeah, just the beginning. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, um, some stuff. Some, yeah. some good stuff. Some stuff uh, happening as we wind down. Uh, so Last Guardian is out very soon. Oh, yeah. As well. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'll believe it when it's in my fucking hands. Yeah. Might be soon. I've I've heard people started getting them. Ooh. The grapevine. Well, yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. All right. That's it. All right. Well, we'll uh, be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your questions. Yeah, Joe, we'll be back Head next week. Redbull.com to uh, read my uh, esports coverage. Mm-hmm. And I'm on PC Powerplay this week, writing cool. about Smite, which is cool. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Go on. That interview I did with um, with Anna, OG Anna. Yeah. Should go up for this is live. So you can read that on Red Bull as well. Nice. Um, OG yeah. Anna, for people that don't know, is an Australian Dota player. Yes, who will be competing at the Boston Majors next month. Yes. Very cool. Uh, there's actually quite a few uh, Australian players playing at the moment. I think there's about four. Three? In, three or four, yeah. Three. In right. um, really high-tier teams. So that's- one on MVP Phoenix, one on... Uh, OG? Fnatic, and one on OG. Fnatic has one, Okay. I think so. That's interesting. I think. Maybe I'm thinking of a different team. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, that's cool. Uh, all right. Well, we'll be back next week. Well, See you guys later. Bye.